What's up, listeners? Ted Cluck here, co-host of the Cluck Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about a brand that I absolutely love, a brand that I've been in a relationship with for a long time, and a brand that the Cluckcast is now in a relationship with, and it's the Dwell Bible app. Uh, I've had the Dwell app on my phone for years now. I love it. The way the Dwell Bible app works is that they will read the Bible to you out loud. Any passage, any plan, any voice style, uh, lots of different voices to choose from, lots of different plans to choose from. I love the I'm feeling playlist. Uh, when I get glum, when I get anxious, when I get angry, when I feel guilty, uh, I'll hit up those playlists, collections of passages from the Bible that speak to that thing. Again, it's the Dwell Bible app. And if you go to dwellapp.io slash cluck, dwellapp.io slash K-L-U-C-K, you can get some special offers only for Cluckcast listeners. Uh, you can get 10% off a Dwell yearly subscription or 30% off Dwell Lifetime. Dwell Lifetime gives you lifetime access to the app with a one-time purchase. Uh, so you get all the updates, all the new playlists, all the new voices, um, access to the Bible 24-7, listen to it in the car. I listen to it in the shower. Uh, it's a good way to start my day. Um, whether you're driving, whether you're showering, working out, uh, the Dwell app is a great way to get some Bible into your life. Visit dwellapp.io slash cluck. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can Let's do it. Ted, we are back. We're back again. The boys are back in town. <laughs> it is time. It's time to uh, to to deliver to to the people what 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 we promised them. That's right. And that is audio audio excellence. Yep. All right. Um, Ted, uh, last night, at least at the time of this recording, last night, I watched yeah. a movie with my wife on Netflix called Glass Onion. Yeah. It's a Knives Out Knives Out production. It's a Ryan Johnson production, which I have my own feelings about Ryan Johnson, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. Yeah, um, dude. Now, the, give me give me ten seconds on Ryan Johnson. Like, what's what's his deal? I'm not a fan. Okay, not, what else not has a fan he done? Of Ryan Johnson. Uh, well, that's the thing is yeah. is I am I am much more I will say part of the nerd culture as as you are in that I enjoy Star Wars. Okay, I enjoy uh, you know. Batman films and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And Ryan Johnson uh, was placed at the helm of both of those franchises mm. at one point or another. And in my opinion, completely uh, just crapped on the bed. Wow. He pulled an Amber Heard on okay. the bed. Okay. okay? Uh, and that is – and and since then, I have been frustrated with Ryan Johnson. Interesting. Uh, however, I will I will give, give credit where credit's due. Uh, he did the first uh, – 
uh, 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 Knives Out, yeah. Knives Out movie, right? Yeah. Which I thought was actually really good. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. That was a good film. Yeah. So Glass Onion is the part two, the sequel, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, to the Knives Out film, mm-hmm. and we just watched it last night. And I have a few thoughts, and and I mentioned it to you, asking if you'd seen it. And you said you also have thoughts. So I, I want to throw it to you first, Ted. Yeah. Tell me, tell me your overall opinion of Glass Onion, uh, especially as it pertains to being a sequel to the first Knives Out film. Yeah. So context is a part of this, right? So I yes. first saw it. I've actually seen it twice, not because oh, I love okay. it, but just because the first time I saw it. It was over Thanksgiving weekend. We were in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, the party had kind of started to wind down. I was a little bit footballed out. And I just texted my kid from like across the room. And I was like, dude, do you want to go see a movie? And he's like, yeah. So we got in the car. We went and saw Glass Onion. It was just me and Tris. Nice. And it was the it was the fun of like getting in the car, going to see a movie together Sure, um, sure, sure. So I think I thought the movie was better than it actually was because of the context that I saw it in. Okay. Um, that being said, yes, I did enjoy it. I wasn't like, you know, how people were like crazy about the first one, and it was yes. it was people were really yeah. crazy about it. Like, oh my gosh, this was amazing. I didn't feel that way about the first one. Okay. I'm not like the world's biggest whodunit kind of story guy. Okay. Um, All right. Agatha Christie like isn't isn't no, your jam. The thing I enjoyed the most about the first one was just the atmosphere of the house. Like I enjoyed the house. Uh, yeah, yeah. The um, house is cool. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I like the Benoit Blanc character. He's a good cigar smoker. Like yep, they're good cigar movies, and I like a good cigar movie. Um, but I wasn't crazy about it. So anyway, Glass Onion. I think I probably enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the first one. Despite the fact that it was 30 minutes too long, the cast was too big by like two or three people. Mm. They were just trying to get everybody their touches, and it kind of sure. became a little unwieldy as a result. But um, So that's actually interesting. Yeah. Uh, who would you, if, if you were to remove, let's say, two cast members from yeah. this, who, who who are you taking out? So the the, the character who, Kate, Kate Hudson's assistant, Yes. Like didn't contribute anything. Like Yeah, she was she was pointless. I don't know why she was there. I bet in an earlier version of the script she mattered. Yeah. Um but whatever revision they ended up using, like she was still yep. in there, but like they had they had removed her mattering yeah. in any way. So yep. I would have gotten rid of her. I don't know who else I would have gotten I, rid of. I'm getting of. rid of whiskey. Yeah. I mean whiskey I don't I don't know why whiskey's there. Like she I mean she's she's there to look good. Yeah, just know. there to look good. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, you're right, man. Whiskey didn't, didn't really contribute, contribute a lot. much. Yeah, yeah. She didn't contribute much. Yeah. Um, it was an enjoyable movie the first time through. I really love the the thing that they did twist wise with like Edward Norton's character. Um, mm, yeah, you know that yep. that was fun yep. to me with the whole. He's actually just an idiot thing. I guess I just spoiled it, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, spoiler warning. But no, nah, the way they yeah. the way they do it is fun. So. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed can we, it. Can we do a minute on uh, on Dave Bautista as an actor? Mm-hmm. Like, are we are we sold on this guy? No, I'm in. I'm in there. Yeah, are, are you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I enjoy yeah, Dave yeah. Bautista. I enjoy I enjoy a wrestler who becomes an actor and who can yeah. actually kind of do it. Um, right. I think right. Bautista does a nice job. I actually think there's some emotional range there. Um, Dude, he's got yeah. a great body. Like every time I see Batista, let's talk about. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag no homo. 
Yeah, but yeah. let's let's talk. Can we say that anymore? I know you can't say that. Yeah, you're gonna have to I, cut that out. Also, I, you're gonna have to I, cut out the thing I said at the very end of of the last episode. But uh, uh, what did you say? Uh, oh man, I don't even remember, dude. About <laughs> about me and clothes and Red Dead Redemption and oh you know, that, that whole thing. <laughs> oh really? We gotta cut that out. Too? I don't. I don't know. I'll leave that up to you, dude. Dude, I don't think like I don't think I'm personally I'm personally trying to bring back yeah. calling things gay that I don't like. Okay. <laughs> like, wow, dude. That's like, a that's a bit I'm of a try- swing where you are. It, hey, it yeah. is a swing. Uh yeah. but so far I've had found success. But anyway, yeah. uh yes, let's talk about Dave Bautista's body real quick. In yeah. that the dude I feel like and correct me if you if if if, if you think I'm wrong, Ted. No, go, man. Not not that he he always has been, yeah. but I think right now I like I looked at I looked at him in this movie. Yeah. I think he's natty. Really? I think he might be. That's wild, like, dude. He doesn't have he doesn't have the the like 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 vein popping yeah. oil injected biceps yeah. that a lot of guys do. Like like if he's taking anything, yeah. it's some like yeah. It's some like 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 low level like like low level powder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know Dave Batista personally. So if he's listening, Batista family, if you're listening, yeah. like shout out Batista family. Shout out Batista family. His his look always struck me as like pretty steroidal before. You know, oh, like in oh, the past, hundred percent before, hundred percent before, super super steroidal. Oh, Again, yeah. I don't know, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, you're right. Like this time, this time around, I thought he looked more natural, and I thought it looked better actually. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And again, like I'll never look like that. But if I could, if I could, I would be pretty excited. You know, yeah. um, <laughs> dude. Like walking around, okay. <laughs> like walking around almost the whole movie, like in a speedo. Yeah. But like with his with his like Colt forty five. Yeah, yeah. Like like like. Yeah. <laughs> that was super funny, and it and it. It spoke like to the shackled around his crotch area. <laughs> yeah, it spoke to the whole idea that these people are all idiots except one person. Right, right. And exactly. she was really smart. She she had all the intellectual horsepower behind this whole thing. Right. And all these other people who just became friends because they hung out at the same bar, they were yes. all idiots who all leveraged yeah. the intellectual horsepower of the one smart person, which I actually think is a really interesting dynamic. Oh, so like this, this movie yeah. engaged the group dynamics, the friendship dynamics in ways that the first one just didn't. You know, the first one was sure. kind of Oh, like, interesting. Interesting. Well, I yeah. mean, like everyone in the first one hated each other. Though. Everyone hated each other. In this movie, everyone hated each other too, which you found out kind of as as it started to unspool. But but yeah, they were all So okay. So I need a point of entry with a movie where I can relate to it at some level, right? Okay, okay, and sure, sure. this movie delivered that in the sense that, you know, these people started out as friends, then yeah. they got, like, further and further... <laughs> <laughs> I know you know what I'm doing, dude. But it's actually it's actually real. Yeah. But, you know, the thing happens where you get further embroiled financially with people in like projects sure. and business and then, relationships. And then it's hard and then it's hard it's hard to leave. It's hard to extricate. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. hard to extricate it's, it's, because there's money involved and there's like I don't know, career stuff involved. And you are laughing, but I'm I'm trying to say a real thing, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know it's true though. I get it. But I get I get I guess I'm saying I engage uh, with the movie on that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100 yeah, percent level. And it and it struck me as like 
real and relatable. And yeah. there, there's the whole element of like, you don't want to leave the group because you don't want to see it succeed without you, but also because, you know, you're leaving money on the table or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that 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 was that aspect's definitely here. I think I agree with you in that I think the relational dynamic was better in the first one. Really? Or or or, 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 or no, in the in the in the in, in the second Sunday, one. The second one. Yeah. I think the story was better in the first one. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think you're um, probably right. My biggest pet peeve. Yeah. I put this I, I I was I was peeved enough to put this out on social media. Ooh. Wow. The fact the fact that Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. As a plot point, yeah. wove COVID nineteen throughout yeah. the movie oh, yeah. was the dumbest and most depressing thing ever. Yeah, yeah. I hated it. Like yeah. that first scene popped up. I forget what the first scene is, but they're like wearing a mask. Yeah, and then they're all like talking about, dude. I almost, I almost threw my controller. Like I'm done thinking about this. So, all right, let's go thirty seconds on that. Um, Seriously, like so ugh. that that was a fifteen minutes. That could have been cut. And I, yeah. I feel like, and I sound like I'm 85 years old. Every movie now is two and a half hours when it should be two hours. Mm, um, interesting. I yeah, don't think sure. they're editing things as as sort of tightly and, and, and as taut as they could be. Because, yeah, that whole 15 minutes of, like, we're wearing masks and then the guy shoots the little... You know, medical thing. Dude, into Ethan our... Hawke shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, and I love Ethan like, Hawke. I'm a huge Ethan Hawke guy. He has but that, like, and then you never see him again. Yeah, Ethan Hawke shoots the <laughs> thing into your mouth, and then now yeah. you're good. Like completely superfluous. Yeah. It was apropos of nothing. Right. Um. I don't know. You could have lost it, and you could have, you could have bought yourself 15 minutes of yeah. kind of a tightness in terms of the movie. Um. Yeah, that was dumb, and and it was a. We're not far enough away from all that yet to sort of view it in a non, uh, I don't know, view it in a way that it doesn't move the needle emotionally. You know exactly. What I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Dude, do you think Daniel Craig's doing a good job at like kind of shucking the James Bond image that he has only had? Dude, I actually do. I actually yeah. do. I actually think he's doing a really, a really fun job with this character where he's transitioning from being the beefcake. Yeah. And I, I'm bored to death with James Bond. Like the whole James mm, Bond experience bores me to death. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So no offense to him. It just always has. Sure. Um, sure. So I think he's doing a good job of like becoming this older character with layers and nuance and the whole aspect of, I love, I loved this about it. I loved the whole, <laughs> He can't solve things that are stupid. Yes, which is why he yeah, had, he says it's my Achilles. He's like yeah. he can't do the clue game. Yeah, he's he like it's so dumb that I'm because done. it's stupid. Yeah. yeah, and he had trouble like solving this murder because it was actually too stupid. Yeah, and the people involved yeah. were too stupid. I I oh. found that charming. Love Probably, the wardrobe, dude. Oh, the island yeah. wardrobe, the warm dude. weather fit. Of Benoit Blanc in that the movie high the elite. high pants yeah with like the French like striped shirt tucked in yeah dude bold, a lot of move yeah a lot of uh, a lot of linen he did a lot with yeah. scarves yeah I don't know dude he did yeah. a really nice job with it I yeah. I enjoyed it yeah I think his character is I think his character is kind of what makes those films mm-hmm. um which I think is kind of the point but mm-hmm. but I, I I really 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 liked his character yeah, yeah same so, same yeah. Ho- hopefully they come out. Hopefully they come out with a third one, and uh, they don't reference COVID. At well, all. I think they will. Yeah. I mean, they've got a formula here where 
Yeah. You're basically true. dropping Benoit Blanc into different scenarios with brand new people each time. Right. So it makes it really replicable, you know? Right. All you have to yeah. do is give him something to solve and some like other interesting people to put in the room and you're good to go. Yeah. 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 We could have five more of this. This could be the new Fast and Furious franchise. Ah, it's fun, dude. You know? And yeah. it, it's a fun <laughs> trip to the theater, you know? Yeah. I'll I'll say that. There we go. Yeah. Well, speaking of trips to the theater, Ted, something that I need your opinion on. We are going to today for our episode go through the very, very, very reputable uh, news outlet known as BuzzFeed. Oh, yeah. They do great work over there. They do. They are the 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 peak peak journalistic integrity. Yeah, absolutely. At at BuzzFeed. Mm -hmm. But they have put together the top 10 movies that are must watches. If okay. you're going to say that you are a cinephile. Oh, interesting. All yeah, right. this will be fun. All right. Run me so through. I'm, I'm going to go through these. My question is, do you want them 10 to 1 or do you want them 1 to 10? Uh, let's go 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Okay, you got it. And we can go oh, quicker on some of them actually, and longer on some of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay, so there are actually way more than 10 here. But I'm just going to do I'm gonna do the top 10. Yeah, 10 you. to 1. Okay. All right, here we go. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, interesting. Uh, some of these I feel like I'm going to agree with and you might not, which is, okay. is going to be interesting. Yeah, All right. yeah. Coming in at number 10. Yeah. Singing in the Rain. 1952 yeah. musical. Gene Kelly. Yeah. Um, I don't love musicals. Mm. I had to watch that for a class in college when I was an undergrad. And oh, I didn't like the prof. So I've got I've got negative, like, I've got a little trauma, a little baggage on on Singing in the Rain. So I'm I out understand. on it. Yeah. You're out on it. Oh, yeah. man. See, okay. I'm in on it because okay. it was not ruined for me by a bad prof. There you go. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I used to be really big into musicals because growing up, all I watched were black and white films, 1960 and before. Yeah. Okay. That's all I watched. Interesting deal. Uh, Literally it's an, it was an interesting uh, childhood. Yeah. Um, and singing in the rain is up there with one of my favorite musicals. Oh, nice baby. I actually enjoy it. No, that's good. I don't Uh, want to ruin it for you. What's next? But no, 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 it's fine. It won't, it won't, won't won't be ruined. All Mm -hmm. right. Coming in at number nine, taking a hard pivot on this one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, release date, 2000. Okay. Great year. Yeah. All right. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. I saw it. Yep. Yep. And it was it was one of these movies. All right. This is a foundational movie thing for me, and I'll, I'll want to hear you on this. Okay. When a movie is selling eye candy, mm. I typically don't like the movie. Like when okay. eye candy is sort of the thing that goes on the poster, that goes in the trailer... And yeah. It's like this is a visual, whatever. Yes, visually stunning. Well, yeah, and, and the whole deal with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was like, you know, he's doing fourteen flips in the air, right? And I don't know, dude, I was bored with it. Okay, so yeah, I'm out right. on that too. Now yeah. two thousand. Now, now where what where where's Ted in two thousand? Is that yeah in two thousand? College we for were, you? No, two thousand. No. We were just back from Lithuania. Okay, and okay. we All were right. in. Let's see, dude. I think we were, we had just moved to Lansing, Michigan. We had just bought our first house. Okay. We, we were in Lansing and Okay. Yeah, dude, just kind of gutting it out, just getting started in life. So know? so it didn't it didn't come in a point of life where you were probably had the most had the most time also. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Didn't have a ton of time. Okay. Didn't really care. All right. Um all right. Yeah. I got you. All right. Coming in at number eight. I actually agree with this one. I love this director. I love his movies. And yeah. this is one of my favorite movies of 
his of his uh, of his uh, repertoire, if you will. Sure. Released in 1958. Okay. Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Yeah, dude, I'm in on that. I'm Great in on that. Movie. I'm in on the Hitchcock thing. James Stewart. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I really like Vertigo. I think mm-hmm. it's a great. I think it's a great movie. Yep. Man, there's a lot of oldies on here. This is interesting. Okay, Fair. coming in on number seven. Yeah. 1942, Casablanca. Yeah. No, I'm in. Humphrey uh, Bogart. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. I enjoy Casablanca. Uh, I like the old bars. I like the old yeah. planes. Yeah. Um, I like the the dudes in fedoras and suits. I'm in. Yeah. Dude, okay, so the dudes, so the Casablanca era dress makes yeah. for the best pictures in like a smoke room. Yeah, no, totally. Right? I think, I think Humphrey Bogart was just a good movie star. And he was, he was great. He was the kind of movie star that if I had been around back then, I would have felt, I think, a sense of connection there. Mm. Um, I resonate with him. Okay, okay, so let's let's do this for 30 seconds. You know, back in that era, we're talking 40s, 50s, you had your kind of Fred Astaire, Danny Kaye, Gene Kelly, kind of the like, you know, soft shoe dancer, I'm I'm singing, I'm dancing, I'm doing musicals. Like, Humphrey Bogart, to me, seemed like way more earthy, way more gritty. He broke the mold. Yeah, he broke the mold. More that tough guy vibe that I like. Yep. Um, so like, yeah, yeah, because because back then you had to be a triple threat if you were going to be a Hollywood star. You had yeah, to be able to sing. You had to be able to dance. You had to be able to act. Humphrey Bogart just acted. He didn't dance. Yeah. He didn't sing. I like that dude, and I'm I'm really just not into like the whole singing and dancing thing. If we're if we're sure. being what well, you you yeah, <laughs> yeah believe you? it or not, yeah. oh man, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that is a massive surprise to me. But yeah. yeah, but like, okay, so if you were going to equate, here's interesting, here's an interesting exercise. Yeah. Because Humphrey Bogart, not not a very handsome dude. Yeah. Right? Not like not a good looking guy. I'm fine with that. Uh, uh, oh, I'm fine with that too. But if you were going to equate Humphrey Bogart with an actor today, yeah. who, who are you looking at? Like not classically yeah. handsome, doesn't dance, doesn't sing, but you just, man, like he's in a film and you just like him. Yeah, dude. Okay. I've got one. Yeah. And this, this person is handsome. And I think Humphrey Bogart though is handsome in the same way. Uh, like diehard era Bruce Willis. Mm, interesting. I think is the, is the, yeah. is the modern day comp to, to Humphrey Bogart. I like that comparison. Dude, they're gritty. I think, I think they're tough. They've seen yep. some things. Their faces have some wear and tear on them. Yep. A little bit of a receding hairline there. Yep. But you're into it. You're buying it. Yeah. 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 I think that's a great comparison, actually. Thank yeah. You. No, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I enjoy no. It. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. Yeah. All right. Number six. Coming in. We're going to the 80s. All right. Here we go. 1982. Okay. Steven Spielberg's E.T. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, out. Not an E.T. guy. Okay. Yeah. Just out. just because it's aliens or because Spielberg or what? Uh, Depressing. Yeah, it is depressing, dude. What was with all of the 80s films, like kids' films, yeah. ending really depressingly? I don't know, but I hated it because I grew up in the 80s and I had to sit through a lot of them and they bummed yeah. me out. So I'm out on E.T. Hard no for me. Hard no. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually going to agree with you on that. I haven't seen it for a while. Yeah. But I just, I remember not liking it yeah. at all. Uh, okay, here we go. We're going modern. Okay. Number five, get out. Uh,. It's that Jordan Peele, yeah. Jordan Peele film. I saw it and I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. yeah, Get Out was good. 
Get Out yeah. was the movie that, like, if you were a college kid when it came out, it was imperative that you'd be able to. Talk oh, about of course, it. yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I, enjoy, yeah, I actually yeah. enjoyed the movie. I like Get Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Excellent. Mm. All right. Coming in at number four. Oh, Citizen Kane. Yeah, I mean. All right, Orson Welles. You know, I, I, supposedly that that was on the the like the IMDb list or the. Right. Yeah. It was on some list as like the best movie of all time. It. Yeah. Which I don't know. How do you quantify that? You, honestly, you can't, like you it's can't so quantify. subjective. It's fine. Like I've seen it a few times. I think I watched it for the first time in a film class in undergrad, actually. And yeah. like back when I was learning about movies and screenwriting and all that stuff, I, I watched it. And uh, yeah, here's the thing. Like it is a it is a great movie. It's a great story. But I'm not throwing it in on a Friday night. It's not a rewatch for me, you know. No, no, no. I mean, it's one of those movies where it's kind of like, like it's yes, it's it's one of the quintessential movies that I think you should watch. Yeah. But it's not like, hey, let's you know, it's not a popcorn flick. No, watching it is like right? an academic exercise. Yeah, it is a hundred percent, hundred percent. Which is actually interesting. Like, what do you mm-hmm. think the balance should be, Ted, between enjoyability and like academic? Like, like when you're watching a movie. Yeah. Right. When, yeah. when we're thinking about that. Do you want it to be more of an educational experience? No. Or do you want it to be just something that's just fun? I, I need it to be enjoyable at some level. Even a movie that's dramatic and thoughtful, there yeah. has to be some element of enjoyment. And I think we discussed this maybe on this show. If we did, stop me. From time to time, I'll take swings on these movies that the super hipster people in my life, like the thoughtful movie people, yeah. will be like, Cluck, you got to watch... Um, Oh, what was the Sandler thing where he's a gambler and it's it's real intense? Uh, uh, Safety Brothers thing. Hustler, uh, hustler? No, no. Hustle was actually really good. Um, uh, I'm thinking. Of, oh, something, something diamonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cut, cut, fresh cut diamonds. I don't know. <laughs> uncut gems. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, uncut gems. Um, fresh cut dude, I watched it. I bailed on it 35 minutes in. It was too oh, much, too much depravity, man. too much sin, yeah, not enough sure. enjoyment. So sure. I bailed on that. There, the most recent example of this was the Banshees of Inna Sharon, yeah. which I think we talked about on here. We talked about, yeah, you did not like it. Which was just a gut punch, dude. Just an emotional gut punch. Yeah. And same deal, dude. As soon as I knew they were going to kill the donkey off, which I had a, I had a sense of it in my spirit, I bailed on it. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah. these are, sure, they're great movies. They're academic exercises. If you're a certain kind of film person... Sure. There's some value there, but like for me, if I know it's going to deflate me emotionally or or wreck me and yeah. there's not going to be any enjoyment there, then I'm just I'm just tapping. I'm too yeah. old for it, dude. I don't yeah. I'm, I'm not 26 anymore. I don't have to prove sure. to people that I'm a certain kind of smart guy. I'm just I'm out. Uh, did they end up killing the donkey? Yeah, they did, dude. So Dude, that's if horrible. killing the donkey like if that's like a killing the donkey you, represents yeah. the dog, which represents the cat. Shout yeah. out Flex Three. Yeah, shout out Flex Three. Go go to Amazon right. and buy it. But uh, no, they do kill the donkey, and I can't forgive them for that. That's Whatever kind of little crackle of redemption they give you in the third act, it's not worth it. You killed the donkey. Not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, there's just there are some things that are sacred sacred in yeah. film. Yeah, you, you can't do not kill a man's donkey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't do that. All right. All right, Ted, we're going to go to the top three here because I know you got to get going. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. I can tell. <laughs> There's a little lag in the Skype today, dude. And it's, oh, is it's, there really? It's kind of got me thrown off. Yeah. Oh. Where, oh, like, sorry. 
you're I'm hearing the things you're saying, but your mouth is moving like three seconds later. It's kind of like watching a badly oh, that's dubbed stupid. like stupid dude. Would it movie. help if you didn't see my mouth? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh, there, there we go. Yeah, there, now I'm just there. looking at your ceiling. Hey, you know what? You can look at. You can look at. You can look at. You know what? Forget it. This is. Yeah. Enough. You know, I just gotta deal with it. Here, I'll. I, I will. I will cover my mouth with my with my uh, with my fist. There. How about put a that? put a mask on. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I like could. the first 15 yeah. minutes of Knives Out. Of, of Knives Out. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Uh, okay, coming in at number three. I don't think I agree with this one. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. No interest. Yeah. I'm just bored with it. Yeah, it's yeah. uh it's it's written like on a drug trip. Is, yeah, is what I think. I feel like the Beatles wrote this. Yeah, you know. I feel like this list is really, dude. It's Buzzfeed. It's too heavily it's, weighted in the past. It know? really is, dude. It is. Yeah. So okay, we're gonna knock through the last two here, and then I just yeah. want to see what they have at the end, and then we'll close out. Yeah. Number do. two, Drive. Okay, dude. Now we're getting somewhere. I yeah. love Drive. Okay. So Drive is Ryan Gosling. It came out roughly at the same time as Baby Driver, which was the one that everybody saw. Baby Driver was like the hipster kind of filmmaker's driving movie, but I think Drive is way better. I love Drive. I'm in. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Great kind of quiet Gosling. Awesome little love story. Dude, Quiet Gosling is the best Gosling, I think. Yeah, I'm in, dude. I'm in on Drive. Great jacket movie. Some good jackets in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Ryan Gosling. I feel like, what did I just see with him? Oh, uh, the one with him and uh, uh, Chris. One of the Chris's. Yeah, the Gray um, Man, the new Netflix yes, thing. Super yes. fun movie. Yeah, I yeah, it. it was really good. Yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was a great film. It mm. kind of sold me on Gosling. Up to that point, mm. I was not a Gosling guy. Yeah, well. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're in now. Yeah. yeah, I am. I, I am in. I'm in on Gosling. All right, number one, Shawshank. Yeah, uh, really good movie. I'm in on Shawshank as a great movie. It's not like a got to rewatch it every year sort of thing for me, but it's a, it's definitely got some rewatchability to it. Um, I do like the crackle of redemption that they give you. Mm. I like it. I like the movie. Yeah, Shawshank yeah. is good. All right, all yeah. right. All right. Where are you at uh, in it? Uh, dude, I have seen it once and it was a long, long time ago. Okay. I just remember, like, I remember it being very depressing. You take yeah. it off? Yeah. All right. See you later. All right. I love you. Bye. Uh, yeah, I remember it being super depressing. It is pretty depressing, dude. It's yeah. pretty depressing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, a few more before we get out of here, Ted. I'm just going to go down this list. When Harry yeah. Met Sally. <laughs> yeah, love it, dude. I love the Nora Ephron romantic comedy run yep. from like the late 80s through the mid 90s. She was on fire. I dig okay. it. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, Elisa Silverstone's Clueless, 95. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it in the mid 90s and I remember enjoying it. And I think for <laughs> it's safe to say that for any dude who was a teenager in the 90s, like <laughs> Alicia Silverstone was was sort of a part of your journey, so yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in there. I'm in on that's that. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, going back to 1987, one of my favorite actors, Patrick Swayze, were going Dirty uh, Dancing. Yeah. So Dirty Dancing wasn't the formative movie for me that it was for a lot of people, but I do enjoy it. Um, I, I enjoyed Jennifer Grey in that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's good, dude. I like Swayze too. Swayze was a he was kind of in his own category, 
You know, yeah, he was like you had your by that yeah. time you had your kind of Jack steroidal action stars. You had your like auteury kind of actor types. You had your yep. Rat Pack types. He didn't fit any of those categories. Yeah, but yeah, he, he kind of did really his own great. thing, and he and he carved out a great career just being Patrick Swayze, and I I dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze is an awesome film. Oh, dude, it rips. It's killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Before Sunrise, Ethan Hawke. Okay, dude, I adore Before Sunrise. Do you? That movie was aspirational for me in writing Silverdome, which will never see the light of day. Um, great leather jacket later. film. Yeah, great leather jacket film. Great just walking around in a beautiful place and talking film, yeah. which is the kind of movie that I that I love the most. Um, yep. It was very 90s. I loved it, dude. Richard Linklater there was the director. He makes great, great pictures. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm yep. in on Before Sunrise. All right. We're going to end with this last one, and we're going to turn it into our cluck or suck because we've okay. got to go. Yeah. All right, Ted. Cluck or suck. Yep. Pulp Fiction. Uh, this is going to be very controversial. But oh, my gosh. I'm going sucks. Dude. Okay. Yeah. You, you can't leave it, though. You have to tell us why. Yeah. All right. So here's why. So I was in college like 95 through 98. All right. And I don't remember exactly what year Pulp Fiction came out. Maybe it was 94 that it came out. Yeah. I was in college when it came out. Okay. And okay. so, yeah, I was in college the back half of 94. So Pulp Fiction comes out. And if you were trying to be any kind of a cool, arty guy at all in college, you had to adore Pulp Fiction. Sure. And you had to talk all the time about how much you loved Pulp Fiction. Okay. Was Pulp Fiction very creative? Yes, it was. Did it break the mold? Yes, it did. Mm -hmm. um, do I appreciate it for all those things? I do. I just don't enjoy the movie. And wow. I okay. All I right. think there's something about, you know, and, and this is by the grace of God only, like he has softened my heart such that the kind of sin, the kind of depravity that you're sort of privy to in Pulp Fiction, I just don't enjoy being with it. I don't enjoy yeah. the experience. I enjoy late career Tarantino a lot more. So like mm -hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Inglorious Bastards, kind of that yeah. wheelhouse of Tarantino. I love, yeah. love, love. But I'm just, I'm less in on stuff like Pulp Fiction. It doesn't do it for me. Okay. Yeah. What about Very you? Uh, yeah, no, no. I think I would agree with you. I haven't seen Pulp Fiction for a while, but I, yeah. but I know for a fact I do thoroughly, 100% unequivocally like modern Tarantino more yeah. than last Tarantino, you know, or, or past Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have not seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet, though. Oh, dude, you got to see that. Yeah. Once Upon okay. a Time in Hollywood is, to me, the quintessential male friendship movie. Interesting. Okay. And, and I don't even need the plot, right? Okay. I don't even need the whole reimagining of the Manson murders thing. Like, that okay. to me is the, the most forgettable part of the movie. Like, okay. I just want to see these guys being friends. I think you'll love it for that, actually. So, so if because the the two main guys is Brad and uh, Tickap, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but, so, so if if this podcast is that movie, who's who? I, I, I'm assuming you're Brad. Yeah. Um. Actually, I don't know if we're putting a really fine point on it. though, yeah. and we're going super literal. Yeah. Like the the Leo character in the movie is the more famous one. Um, is he? Okay. He's the one. Actually, the Leo character in the movie is eerily reminiscent of where I'm at in my career. Really? Which is sort of 
his best years are behind him. He's kind of past it. He's kind of washed up. He's a little fat. Um, and he and he's kind of bitter about it. But like, okay. but he still has charisma and he's still going for it and he's still taking some swings. Yeah. Actually, the Leo character is basically me. Dude, um, so am I am I am I Brad in this? I think do you're I, Brad. I think do, you're Brad. Do I get and to so, come alongside and like and yeah, be like, Bra- hey, bro, like you still got it. Dude, totally. Brad is the encouraging sidekick. Who, dude, that's me. Who is the encourager, dude? He's the he's the pep talk guy. He's the encourager. Right. He's the build him up guy, the guy okay. that has his back, the guy that really functionally does everything. Yeah. Um, you know, you're you're the Brad, dude. You're you're the Brad character in this paradigm. For dude, sure. I have to I have to watch this film now. Dude, watch it tonight and report okay. back to me. Let me know what you think. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, uh, uh, what platform? Is it on Netflix or anything like that? I have no I, idea. I bought the I'll DVD. Find it. I'll find yeah, it. I'll yeah, find yeah. It. I own it. So once, once upon a time in Hollywood. Okay. Uh, is there anything major I gotta like watch out for that I'm gonna like regret? Like like I'm gonna have to call my Covenant Eyes guy? No, not really. No. Okay. Cool. It's right. it's kind of seediness adjacent, but but it doesn't sure. really go heavily into that stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. I yeah. I will I will I'll, I'll I'll give it a go and I'll get back to you. Sounds great, man. All right, listeners, we thank you guys for listening. You guys are the real MVPs of this podcast. I might be Brad Pitt, you know, and Ted <laughs> might be Leonardo DiCaprio, but you guys are Tarantino. Without oh, you, we yeah. wouldn't we wouldn't be doing this. I like All right. That. Yeah. So our audience, we thank you. We thank you for what you do. You can head on over to all the socials. You can go to Cluckcast. It's the same everywhere. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a review. Head to iTunes. If you're listening on Apple, please give us a li- give us a review on iTunes. Don't forget to do that. Give us some five stars. Helps the podcast get out to more people. Uh, we're wanting to build this podcast back up. Get, get We're getting the numbers back up. We're getting the numbers back up. It's a new year. It's a new us. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I love it. Up to those pre-Salem levels. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, what a horrible idea that was, man. I apologize was- for leading us into that. That was a disaster. <laughs> you know what, Ted? Yeah. It's You know what? We made the decision together. It's yeah, not, it's not you. We will, we will, we will bear that that cross together. You know what I do. Though. I beat myself up. You know how I. Am. I I know you do. I know you do, Leo. But hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to help you, dude. You still got it. You still Love got it. it. Love yeah, it. absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you on the next episode of Cluck. Later. Later.